who was it? What's that movie, that show? Kunta, not Kunta Kinte, I'm sorry. It's another African show. Jazula. What? Yeah, girl. On Netflix? On the Netflix? No, it's old. It's old. Shaka, Shaka Zulu. Shaka Zulu. Shaka Zulu. Yeah, I was right. Shaka Zulu. Um, <laughs> well, kudos to you, friend. Yeah, the old school African uh, show was well, old school show about and about Africans and mm -hmm. Shaka Zulu, who was like this great warrior in history. Okay, like great, like took out Europeans and everything, like great. And um, one of the great because they took out Europeans. Like, <laughs> well, when the Europeans was trying to take them out. Not like oh, her, okay. this is way back in the context of war. Right. Mm -hmm. It's good when you get the war African war heroes who actually like, you know, they like to say, Oh, we just got snatched up, taken on the boats, and that was about it. No, it's nice. There was some fighters up in there. Mm -hmm. Um so he was a great warrior, and one of the things that interested me was like when he was trade when they were trading with Europeans, so they did trade mm -hmm. with Europeans for different weapons and stuff, you know, as part of our history of how they got everybody. Um, one of the things the Europeans traded with him was hair dye. Wow. And yeah. And he felt like as the king, Chaka Zulu, the emperor king of his people, he felt like that was an awesome, like awesome trade. He felt like it was um it was like a life elixir. Wow. Like a elixir. Because African people, black don't crack. They, the only way they knew for sure their age level at this point, like they knew how old they were or whatever, mm -hmm. but the only way they knew that they were getting up there in age was their hair turning gray mm -hmm. because yeah. their skin was always crisp and tight, like for years mm -hmm. and years and years. So mm -hmm. it was like, if it wasn't for the hair turning gray, they could kind of push that they were young. Yeah. So when they yeah. brought this dye, they felt like it was an elixir because it took away the only feature that showed age. Mm -hmm. Wow. So rather than just making the color, they kind of almost thought that this was like almost like a magic to make me live forever type deal. Yeah. Wow. And that's what I just thought of when you talked about gray hair. It's very fascinating. It is. It really is. Wow. Mm -hmm. Little, mm -hmm. little history for you. Boom. Mm -hmm. Boom. About black though. Correct. Hello. Freedom one. Yeah, we just begun. Still friends, one wish Open your mind to a new perspective Three to one We'll just have to find Love and life and everything it gives No hate, only positive Greetings Salutations. Hello, friends. We are here back again with another podcast episode that we are entitling Love Thy Ally. My brothers and sisters, love thy ally. So, for those um, who may not exactly know what we're talking about, but you should know what we're talking about because there's like a whole movement happening outside of your doors right now Black Lives Matter movement, George Floyd's death. Um, so, so many deaths that are before him, and unfortunately, even some that came after him still out there in these streets, police are terrorizing bad police, 
bad police, are terrorizing and killing um, people of color, uh, black people especially, and letting their prejudice lead them to the point of taking lives, which is pretty jacked. So Black Lives Matter movement, which, oh, I'm not trying to explain to nobody else what Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement is. It is not a you thing Yes, it's not, it's not anything terrorist. There's plenty of learning resources and it tools really out there. Is, want to learn. I perceive you just have to be interested in enough to do so and press the button what? and learn some. Learn yes, today. You know what? yes, friend. But I perceive mm-hmm. you. Please mm-hmm. just look it up. And if you don't understand it after looking it up, look up why All Lives Matter doesn't make sense. Because then you'll get articles to combat that pictures they got and diagrams they got drawings cartoons, it's fabulous what this world you know what google can do so we are definitely for black lives matter um especially as a black business we're definitely for black businesses i'm so glad for the come up i'm so glad that people are actively supporting um the black businesses black brothers and sisters and donating and it's wonderful to see us show out like this um coming out registering to vote i feel like for once i feel like this is going to be a change yeah it feels like a resurgence resurgence of knowledge resurgence of power resurgence of um sufficiency resurgence of just like i said knowledge like people are waking up like literally when you started talking Although I hate the scene, all I keep on thinking about is Spike Lee. <laughs> wake up! Wake up! Like, that's the first thing that pops up. It's like, you can't ignore it even if you try. Right. Before before we were just comfortable enough, this, this country made us just comfortable enough to be okay with ignoring bigger issues and feeling like we can live our lives without necessarily protesting for everything and um, pay attention to politicians and politics. It, this country made us just comfortable enough that we weren't necessarily so focused on the Jim Crow, the feeling you know, lesser than, or the slavery moments where we didn't have those choices. It got us to a point where we felt comfortable enough to think we are okay. People felt comfortable after Obama got elected. We're yes. fine. It's all over. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. There's so much hate out there in these streets. So now I feel a difference. I have been fighting for Black Lives Matter movement since Black Lives Matter popped up, since the phrase popped up. Um, I've donated, I've marched, I've protested, I've petitioned. Um, Lisa has done so as well. Uh, shoot, it started really for us in college. Um, Trayvon Martin was the first Trayvon case that I remember. Trayvon Martin. And still can't believe that after I graduated, that's when the, the verdict was, you know. Honey, that, when that I tell you, and people, when I tell you the disappointments that um, Black people have endured with so much death and so little uh, recourse consequence. Injustice injustice, any justice being found, it's so rare to even find that, to mm-hmm. even find that. It is disgusting. And for people who understand that type of anger, who yeah. is it? Um, Pastor Nick, he said it in mm-hmm. one of his videos. Um, just imagine, especially after we got to see the recreation of the O.J. Simpson trials with Cuban, uh, Cuba Gooding. It's like, just imagine that that form of injustice where you believe in your heart and soul and all the evidence points to this person has done it 
and then he gets off. The rage that white people can recount to this day mm-hmm. that they felt, the pride that we felt, not even for OJ. Most of us no. didn't even care. About no, we OJ. were. Yeah, we were riding on the coattails of the Rodney King version. Rodney King, exactly. It was that was literally rolled into OJ. Right, that nobody was, that they were always putting us in jail and nobody got through the justice system on the other side. And mm-hmm. OJ, because of his fame and money, was one of the only people who was able to do that. And it probably was, it definitely wasn't just he did that. He did that. But it was just. But I don't, I don't speak on it, friend. I, I don't know. I was not there. It's, it's, it's terrible. The type of, of pain and anger every single time. You, and now it's recorded. You see this stuff. And yet in still. Your face. In your face. Still. You understand? And the, the craziest, yes, no, because the craziest thing is, it's not just the injustice part. It's the fact that it's rubbed in our face when we can see this white young male who got two years for the same crime that this black young male got 26 years for. Like, or that white male raped the girl, get probation. Or that white male who just killed all these people in church get get taken out for takeout in Burger King. So when you but, see that- But black men and women get killed for a traffic stop. Like, I, I, okay. I cannot. Okay, okay. So it's like if you if you really can't grasp or empathize what we go through as a black community, imagine that OJ trial. If you were a white person who really felt or was there at that time, imagine or even just watch the re the refilming of it. Cause I got angry for the 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 white people too. Cause yeah, I was like, oh, just for somebody searching for justice for something that yes. was wrong, that was done yes. wrong, period. Point blank. Yes. So if you were you were there, you know the the hate that you felt. Yeah. If you watched it because you weren't there, you know the hate that was felt. Imagine yeah. that all the time. Imagine there never yeah. being any justice. That's trifling. Yeah. You know, people are sad, but. But yeah, you think it would be like a Trayvon or a Tamir that would incite this um, this level of response? You think it would be Ahmaud Arbery with his graduate picture all over the news um, getting this response? But it's George Floyd is George Floyd, a grown, middle-aged, big black man. Um, nothing, I guess, typically innocent about him. He's regular degular. He's a regular guy who lived a life and got to this point where he did not resist at all. And they killed that man for no reason in broad daylight, staring into your eyes while he did it. And that is what has incited all this support. That's what broke the camel's back. I am thrilled at that. I am heartbroken. I am scared. I'm angry. But at the same time, with our our determination as a people, mm-hmm. and you and I personally, as faith-based people, to try to choose the silver lining or the joy out of it all, because it's so hard to make sense of anything in this world, especially death, especially death, especially after this pandemic, especially during this During, because we forget it's still going on. <laughs> it's still going on, which is why we inside mm-hmm. our houses. Mm-hmm. Um, but the- For George Floyd, for Breonna Taylor, for Ahmaud, yes. we got time yes. today, because even in a um, pandemic, we got time, trust and believe. Yes, we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. We're not going to let this moment pass. Yeah, you're going to hear it. It's like, I am heartbroken by all of this, but I also see 
oh my God, th this might actually be it. Because to fight it for so long and watch the fires burn down, watch the TV crews go away, watch the outrage subside over And the we years, get distracted by life. Get distracted by life. And now we don't have that distraction. Right. We don't have that distraction because life is crazy right now. Precisely. For the years since I have started fighting alongside people, uh, fighting and following Sean King and all these different things, I've seen it all fade away, fizzle out, where I'm one of the only people making posts on social media to sign this petition, call this legislative office and this, and I'm like, how many people with us? You know? How, what differences is this making? But I'm going to keep doing it. But this is the first time that I'm like, we, this might be, this might be the change. This might be the moment. People yeah. are coming out in support. Yeah. yeah. In support. Yeah. It the feels honest. different. Yeah. Witches. 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 I'm a faith first person. Witches. But when I witches, I said, pull up. Pull up. What? Pull up. Oh, BC, no, they're not technically <laughs> Amish people. Sorry, you what? learned about a whole, it's a whole different uh, group of people. They're so, kind of like Amish people, but they're connected somewhat to the world, which is why they kind of knew. And I didn't even know those people existed because they pulled up. Now we know. <laughs> now like, we know. Of course, they cover their faces because people are sure to say some stuff. But mm -hmm. thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can be a little witch, but I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. I'm going to throw myself out there by saying this. Um... I love, I love like the witches from the books I read. So if you go to 321merch.com, you will see there's some um, in the I'm a fan category, some mm -hmm. witch uh, stuff because Hermione Granger is my girl forever. Mm -hmm. And, and Manon Blackbeak, for those who know Sarah J. Mass and all that Moss and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that, I'll throw that out there. But I'll throw this out there. Um, witches, let them do what they do. Let them believe what they believe. I don't believe the devil going to come out for this fight. I mean, I just, I throw myself out there. People ready to be like, witches are devils, they worship that. The devil is the one trying to kill us. They ain't gonna come out like Black Lives Matter. I don't think the devil, <laughs> I don't think he do. I also think there's levels to it. Like, I don't, I don't know if they all, you know, subscribe to the same thing, just like every religion, every um, form of belief. I'm pretty sure they, you know, just do certain things or believe in this nature, whatever their beliefs is, whatever their beliefs are, they showed up. And uh, showed up, they showed up and showed out, and then here come the Asian community, and especially with our history with um Asian history, right? Although with it's them having crazy businesses. because, yes, because I feel like oddly close, like not oddly because we're all in the same minority but majority group, um, but at the same time, we've always heard like I've never personally felt that because I feel like whenever I went to school. The only people we had were the black people, the Asian people, and the Latinx. Like we yeah. all, we all banged together. And then like the white people, of course, but they made up the majority of it. And you know, those groups kind of ran more together than and we had to find our little group in that. So I never felt estranged. It's only when you get older that you realize in our history there has been some problems. But to see their support too. And, and a lot of that stuff is uh, doctrine, doctrine, like doctrinated. Yes, into into that community to feel that way about our community. You know what I mean? Same thing with even our African brothers and sisters. Any Hello? Uh, 
foreigners or whatever um, come to this country. It kind of pitted mm -hmm. against us from the start. And then, and of course, there's the thing of the foreigners who get, you know, the history of people of different countries, uh, people from different countries coming in and being able to get a loan when we were born here in camp, start businesses when we haven't had the opportunity, live in communities that we've been redlined out of, you know, or taken over to the point where, you know, all our beauty products are not even coming from us. Or our, you know, our every hood has three mm -hmm. to four to five to 16 Chinese food stores on almost every corner type stuff. And it's like, you need to be beauty supply stores, nail yes. salons, liquor yes. stores. And it's nothing wrong with that, really. But it's always the, the okie doke, put us all up against each other kind of thing. Yeah. I've always had the most recent distance is the, the pandemic. That there was yeah. a lot of um hostility going on between the black and Asian community because of the pandemic. Did you see that? And what some racists do to us over there and what some people do to them over here. And mm -hmm. it's like you can't bush and punch everybody in together like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got a race united do some jacked up stuff. That don't mean I would. I'm like, I just Yeah. yeah. Like, I've never had that hostility or, well, I'm just not built like that. I'm not built to hate anybody because of the way you look or even the way that you think, honestly, because you may mm. think totally different. You are free to do so. I, I believe God gave us all free will. And then on top of that, we live in a world where there's free will. So to each his own. I'm not going to hate you right off the bat for that, but um, we really are stronger united than we are apart because mm. we got to move like that, bro. Not that I'm not encouraging Black people to get more into businesses that serve us, because I think that's important. If we're the the ones being served, why not be in that business? But um, just unite, <laughs> unite, 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 <laughs> unite. Let's let's come together. And in the words of Rodney King, can't we just all get along? Uh -huh. Right. And it's man. funny, bruh. That it, it's different when you watch that as an adult. Because I feel like it was always there because we were literally kids at the time. So we lived it. We weren't old enough to understand it. It kind of was like an ongoing, I don't want to say, not a joke, but you heard it as a joke. Can we all just get along? Like, people oh. made jokes of that. Like, because it was, a, you know, I don't know why, but it was in a lot of sitcoms, a lot of the stuff that we watch. But to actually watch it. Right. And to know what really was going on and what... Ooh, when I tell you their faces of the cops, how it was set up, how it was fixed to work out for those. I don't even want to call them police officers, honestly, because what you oh, and the, if you think on that too hard, you get mad all over again. You don't even want you can't you can't just get along. You just like try to get yourself. Yeah, you, are like, only, you are only an officer if you are doing the job to protect and serve if you are too scared to protect and serve the people in the community that you are then uh, you don't the need to be a to do so, job which is what a lot of police officers right which a lot of police officers have come out to say the ones who've marched yes. with us the ones who have knelt yes. with us the ones who have made their own videos they're like mm -hmm. if you can't do this and learn how to do someone properly and all this other stuff and go there to help not to yes. not to hinder then you don't mm -hmm. need to be in this job Yes. If I think about all this stuff too long, the injustice mm -hmm. too long, mm -hmm. my sister gets so mad. Philando Castile to this day pisses me off. Mm -hmm. You understand? The fact that that man got off when he was, he was, 
You know the stories, people. Yeah. You know the stories. And that needs to be appealed to the umpteenth degree. That is not a defense. Really I was scared. <laughs> yes. Gun, but you scared. And you know what it is, too? I just want to put this out there. My mother explained to me this, which I've heard before, but um, it was like a just a reminder about what's going on in these courtrooms, which you probably heard before, too, is how we yell and scream and fight for certain justices and we feel like certain um, criminal charges should be brought up against these people who kill unjustly, unjustly the uh, people like George Floyd, like Amon Arbery, like Lando Castile. However, we have to be careful about that. It's also an ignorance thing. When we fight for first degree mer murder, where it has to be, it has, it has, rules that follow that. It has to be premeditated, it has to be all these yeah. other things. The guy, the cop probably didn't even know you before he pulled you over and the whole thing exactly. happened. So then yeah. by the law, by the rules set in place because yeah. of that specific charge, they, yeah. could be, they could get off because yeah. that wasn't it. They didn't know you, they didn't plan at home. Well, I'm gonna get yeah. that one. Is that second you degree? Can't prove that in court. Mm -hmm. So you got to do second or third degree. And it seems, and technically, it is lesser time. It seems bad, but yeah. those are the st stipulations in which we can grab somebody and get them in the jail where we need them to be. That's where we can most likely get convictions, because yeah. if we up the ante, those specifications get smaller and smaller and smaller. And therefore, if you cannot prove those tiny specifications you put in that box then yep. at least without even that 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 little amount of jail time they would have got for third degree now they get none yep without a doubt you have to prove without yes. a doubt yes without a doubt it's the way the law works so we yep. can't always go out there fighting for give him this and does it and all this other stuff because that's not the way it works if we give mm -hmm. it that we are limiting our chances of getting him in that cell the conviction yep or her in that cell so those yeah. are other things we got to think about too. Once we finally get them to do the criminal charges, yeah, those are all factors. And but of that's course, why everybody wait to see what this George Floyd did that bit about to do, okay? Yeah. But that that lawyer, even though they pushed it to second degree, that lawyer feels confident for this, that, and the third reason that they could get that going. So I'm like, okay. But if it was first degree, probably not, because you don't know that mm -hmm. that Chauvin guy didn't necessarily know George and decide this was how it was going to go down. And so automatically that's out. That's mm -hmm. a quit right there. Okay. So the premise of this episode, love thy ally. Um, we've spoken about Black Lives Matter. We've spoken about the cases, cases we're outraged of from Rodney King to George Floyd. We've spoken about uh, the criminal justice system and how to get people in jail. Um, that I do believe you, our people need to know. We've spoken about the beautiful, uplifting nature of Black people for Black businesses and, and Black um, lives, and we are all supporting each other. But what I also believe needs to be talked about is our allies, people, our allies. We cannot shun them out, and we cannot nitpick them out of the game, and we cannot um, shame and be mad about the ways that they are supporting us to an extent yeah okay now that does not mean that i am rooting for like the fools the influencers who decide to do blackface to show solidarity that is completely stupid asinine and don't even go into that to do blackface hoping they can push past it i don't know why they're so obsessed with blackface i don't throw powder on my face and go around it's just so <laughs> stupid 
it's just so stupid. They just, it's like they cling to it more than they even cling yeah. to the N word. It's like, guys, yeah. guys, it's never yeah. going to fly ever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm not saying those necessarily allies, but or nitpicking on those things. That's just wrong. But mm -hmm. allies, companies, um, white friends, um, white associates, guys, guys, I'm seeing on social media, I'm seeing people push these people away like Malcolm did in that Spice Lee movie in the beginning. Mm. I don't need you, white girl. Walk off. Mm. Friends, friends, <laughs> we've only gotten this far because of allies. That we've only gotten this far because of allies. Because we were able to grab and get people outside of ourselves and our skin and our experience to understand, recognize, and empathize with our scenarios. Mm -hmm. That is how we got this far. Not by convincing the slave next door that, yo, we in a bad position. You right, bro. And, and let's right. be clear. It's not that they led, led it. It's no. not that they led it. It's no, their support. They it. It. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Say, say the last part again, Lisa. Not that they led it. To be to be clear, it's not because they led these motions, not because they led these movements, but because they got behind it. They asked simply, they what can we do? They got behind it. Yeah. There's a difference. Stop with the savior rhetoric. Now you don't want, oh, we don't want our white saviors. Look, y'all. Look, y'all. Stop. Stop. We are our own saviors. We are our own voices. We do our ah, own. Jesus is no chicken. <laughs> But uh, really. Oh, oh but, I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ is the Savior. Yes, you're right. But in, in the way that these folks out here in these yes, yes, yes. Yes. I know Jesus. Just because we're yeah. able to bring some white people on the bandwagon who want to help support us doesn't mean they now take over our story and our situation. No, we're mm -hmm. still our own saviors here. Okay? Way back in slavery times it wasn't necessarily yet the slaves fought every day but it wasn't necessarily mm -hmm. the slaves who were able to bring that kind of legislation to abraham to get that going um much of that we all know was all the complicated well most of us know some of us know all the complications with the civil war mm -hmm. and the negotiations about that because honestly if those negotiations went a different way and the south would just agree to some of them we might still be you might only be 20 years away from slavery not 100 anyway don't really get into all that mm. Mm -hmm. but the reason people started abolitionist movements and protests and people started getting behind abolishing slavery was because of things like Uncle Tom's Cabin because of things like 12 Years a Slave mm -hmm. because of things like the books and the information that was put out by our people to people who had no clue and when they yep. then read those stories white people they then felt our pain. They didn't realize what was wrong. And they started to actually move, make moves to fix it. Mm -hmm. Okay? The reason we got the civil rights movement, Dr. Martin Luther King wasn't in those marches by himself. He had white allies. He had conversations with all, those all too, yeah. who actually helped that happen. And guess what? They all weren't here. Mm. Do not be ignorant and so do not be ignorant and not knowing how we got this far do not be so so angry 
that you push away the, even the solutions, okay? It's one thing, push away the bad. I get it, you're angry, push mm -hmm. it away. Screw all that. Screw the people who are constantly still vying for you to stay where you are, stay in your place, you'll be fine, stop being a victim. No, be angry, push that away. But you can't push mm -hmm. your solutions away too. Mm -hmm. And don't be so petty. Don't be so petty that we now ruin the future we can create for those behind us. It's not about us. Just like our ancestors, it wasn't about them. What they did was for us and what we do is for them. Mm -hmm. The next, the next. We can't be so petty so as to where our white friends are calling and actually asking us, what should I do to help that we get so frustrated and push them off? Yeah. No, bring them in. Yes, help. use it as a time to educate. Yep. Use it as a time to educate. Use it as a time to help. I had a friend who called me and said, before I even say what I'm going through, please just let's have you real here. White friend, white German friend, please be real here. Can you tell me, um, do you do you go through this type of hate and 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 prejudice and pushback every day of your life? And I had to explain to her that I actively avoid certain scenarios and areas because I know I will. I mm -hmm. know that I can avoid this, that, and third. Sometimes it catches me when I'm trying to go through the shortcut anyway, but I know I actively have to, to avoid certain places as a black yep. woman because I know yep. where those areas are. And then there's not one where you don't know, like the Amy Cooper chick that comes slap you in the face when you least expect it. So yes, yep. friend, I do feel And they're that. settled. Sometimes they're settled. You'd be like, right. wait, why do you say that to me? <laughs> right. Because some people like, oh, I know why. I know why. Yeah. Some of our allies are now getting a lot of those death threats, a lot of those, and, and all that kind of stuff when they show that they're on our side. They are mm -hmm. not getting, congratulations, you're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. We are literally like, oh, we expected to do a good job, whatever. And the people mm -hmm. who are ready to scream and yell and try to pull them back to their side or at least push them or intimidate them back into silence, those people who are being threatened, those people who are being intimidated back into silence, because we aren't reaching out to them and letting them know that what they're doing is good or this is how you should do it because we're not assisting them and their fight to fight for us. That's, that's not, it's not productive. It's not. Well, productive. I want to say assisting. I think it, it, I think it's good that people feel this that never felt it before. Like yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm going to clap. I'll like it. I'll talk to you like, yo, for real, that's what's up, or whatever. But I, I think it's important that they feel it. And let's not forget, like, as far as um, the reason why allies are good is because to the people that we fight against, the people that um, see uh, don't see us, they, they don't see us. The people that we're fighting, the enemy, they don't see us. So how our outrage is going to bring, a, how, how will our outrage bring awareness to people that don't see us that choose not to true, see us true. and the way that they do that is that push away that youtube that be defriends us and and blocks yeah. us and third. then all we're doing is yelling at other people who actually agree with us oh I, and not <laughs> although i enjoy it sometimes it's kind yes, of productive I, love the I love to know how yes. you're on our side but we're yes. not going to make change yelling at it with each other we've done that already yes. we've been doing it i just yes I and i'm loving i'm living yes it's like telling I'm you. I'm living for the moment. Oh, girl, we keep right, on. No, you go, you go, go. I'm living for this time where we see that their nieces, that their nephews, 
that their um, little brothers and sisters or whatever the case are is um they're the ones speaking and they're like going to their page like hey what's marcy talking about marcy talking about black lives matter <laughs> and that's that's one way you're able to see it because if it wasn't for marcy or your little nephew or whatever the case is you probably wouldn't pay any attention would have blocked it all out and stayed with that same old school negative unproductive mindset that you're in of you know black people or whatever not worth it mm -hmm. And our problems and issues are not valid. No, only people going. Uh, keeping the fight between us is the same as telling your slave buddy next door, bro, we in a jacked up situation. And your slave buddy, like you, right? Let's get back to this sewing. You know, you need the no, other. But I also think the reason why we have the allies that we do is because we protested. Because they're like, well, yes. okay. if they out here every time. Let me look into it. And I think that's what brought about a lot of allies and people that are willing to do that extra step after they see and they recognize, wait, something is really going wrong. So I, I do, they're doing the work. So as long as people are doing the work, they don't the look work. like Floyd death was very impactful to a lot of them. That's why a lot of them came out because to see somebody fully who complied in every way and then to see the actual killer. Ava DuVernay said something on Oprah when I watched her Oprah thing. But she was like, this one impacted me differently. And I was wondering why. And it's like, not a lot of times do we get to see the actual police officer. Do we get to see his face? Do we get to see his eyes as he's killing? Usually we see their backs. Usually we see the camera. So it's on them. Those kind yeah. of things. One of the first yeah. times where the killer is killing and staring at us in the camera at the same time. Glasses propped up, hands in the pocket, like, and what? Disregard for life. And it was like, Disregard. It might be what had captured so many. Yeah. So many people. Yeah this yeah brought so many people on and support and, and assist um and i love it and i i love it i love it let's not push these people away let's not let's not because how else will they know it's uncomfortable for black people like it is uncomfortable for white people i mean obviously more so for white people but black people too find discomfort or um they just go to rage which i get because i do too um when conversations are brought up and we end up having to debate our stance and our value i get it i do it i do it it's exhausting it actually takes a bit out of me i do it with my own family member um which lisa has seen um, <laughs> i just be quiet i do it with i had a conversation again with my german friend the other uh the other day and we discussed it and it was like certain things I had to say that brought her awareness to certain certain areas. And I'm like, and you're the type of people that we need on our side. You're part of the solution. Dave Chappelle said it in his own um, special explanation of having to deal with uh, people, in his white people in his audience who were just like, all right, we all hurt. Everybody's life is hard. So what? Get over it. And in a matter of a stand-up, he actually educated her to the point where she was crying in his arms. And he told her, mm -hmm. you're the solution now. Go out mm -hmm. and stop anybody, any other butthole who tries to say the crap you said let it be known but you got to bring them in you can't just push yeah. them away it's exhausting and it's 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 infuriating but you have yeah. to open up you have to let them know if they are willing then dog on it let them be willing and the yeah. companies i like to say this the companies that are coming out of their face i love driving by ch uh churches and buildings and corporations with big old signs of black lives matter we stand with the black people Never, ever, ever seen that before. I don't even mm -hmm. remember you that back in Jim Crow days when they was fighting for civil rights. Unless they came yeah. out on the streets, you didn't know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane Elliott type, you didn't even know. They didn't oh! have flyers. Sorry, and even the mention of her name. They had flyers and petitions posted out saying, you know, we are for the stop of Jim Crow. That wasn't a thing. Like these no. people, the mayor of DC posted it on the street and mm -hmm. renamed the street leading up to the White House, the Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter Plaza. And all I see, and I see people that I know, oh, these media stunts. Who cares? It works. Oh, you know, like I don't want any politicians doing this, trying to get my vote. That's the way to do it. Yes, if you show support for me and you're helping me make a change in my life through legislation, yes, you can get my and, vote. But um, here's the thing. We just have to pull through and hold them to that afterwards. That's what makes the difference. Hold them accountable. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, it may be a facade, but best believe, best believe, even after go, this right. time, we're not letting it go. We're not yes. going to get off of yes. you because we're this. not going to let the vote slide and then let you just sit up and not like, oh no, yeah. you don't do what you're supposed to do. We're going to be knocking at your door, protesting mm -hmm. at your gate, pushing down your walls. Hold mm -hmm. them accountable. We can mm -hmm. do that. We have that power to do mm -hmm. that if we stay consistent and stay together. Companies who are putting out that we are for Black Lives Matter, we support this, just so that I can continue buying their shirts and their shoes. You smart. That's right. Yeah, Yes, because I've had the same thought too. I'm like, they don't lose that coin. But at the same time, you have to think of it this way. No matter what the motive is, which I think a lot of them know what the true motive is, and that's why they're moving on it. Like Nickelodeon, that had my heart because I'm a Nickelodeon kid. And I was like, yes, Nickelodeon. But um, even Sesame though that's part Street, of my brain. You're your shirt now. Post your shirt up on the camera so we can see the whole thing. It's What's what the top? So everything I know, I learned. Everything I know, I learned on the streets that's right fun. they got a whole special on it Hello? And, that, and it's because they're showing not only that we they that black lives matter but they're valued and they're here they write for our shows they're amongst us because <laughs> we are um but even if our brain does that thing like oh they just want the coin at the end of the day them making a statement makes the other people the people we're fighting against the the racist the bigots, um, they're making them mad. Making them mad. They make so them that's a win. And, and they're even making the ones who are in between, the silent yeah. ones, think again. They're making the silent ones now speak out. Because if my Nickelodeon channel is saying this, if my Sesame Street is saying this, if my um, Amazon, which is my favorite thing, is saying this, my <laughs> Facebook is saying this, am I missing something? Yeah. Am I, yeah. am I, have I misinterpreted something? You know, we're bringing so whether or not people it makes them mad or it makes them think different, it's still a win. It's still a win. It's still a win. And like I told someone else, companies, if they're all about the money, that's fine because money makes sense in this country. Money, money makes moves in this country. Yeah. It's the only thing that every lay everybody speaks that language. It's the only language everybody speaks. And yep. if money makes moves and moves makes legislation that's going to change my life and make sure that my son grows up and is, is not one of a thousand that will be killed in this country and is actually mm -hmm. able to get the homes and loans and businesses and all that that he deserves and get that chance, get that fighting chance. If my sons can get all of that because of that company made money to help make moves, to help move legislation, to move the future, <laughs> you bobby bobby love thy ally
thought I liked my door. <clears throat> but yes, if that's the case, love thy ally. Shush, 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 shush. Okay, DL Hughley <laughs> said it too. It's the first time, and I love me some DL, and he is yeah. right. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> and he said it too. He's like, brought to tears about how many people are coming out in support of us in different countries, in different countries. Yeah. From yeah. London. Yeah, Syria. Syria got their own Bolshevik going on. And right. they took a moment to recognize our Bolshevik. Right. I'm like, Korea, who going through all types of stuff. Okay. And stars and celebrities who, if they don't, if no one fights or cares for the politicians and companies, they care for their celebrities are following mm -hmm. us, are helping mm -hmm. us, okay? Mm -hmm. Even the people in Africa, yeah, that seems obvious to some. Of course the people in Africa are going to support you. That's not always the freaking case because Europeans have so thoroughly, so thoroughly separated us that there's a lot of African people who feel that we deserve what we get because we are, are just wild and uncultured and spoiled and don't necessarily understand our plight. And, <laughs> and, and there's some black people who absolutely will not give people of African descent, like straight from Africa, the chance that they deserve and the respect mm -hmm. that they deserve. Mm -hmm. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. Yep. They insult, we insult each other, we, we discredit each other and we don't support mm -hmm. each other. So, Thank God for their kids and our black people kids. It's <laughs> like we have friends who are across those right. boundaries. I've seen my African friends come out and call their family out for trying yep. to look down on brothers and sisters. Okay, let's yep. push past the Black Panther moment, people. This is the time. Mm -hmm. So when I yeah, see yeah, Africa yeah. standing up for us, I'm like, oh, snap. Mm -hmm. They're bringing all of us together unintentionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Al Sharpton said it. If he knew that it was going to bring out this movement, he would have got that knee off his neck. Okay, but it, it, but we don't push away the allies that are here to help push us up because that is how we've been able to make moves. That is the the blueprint for how we've been able to get this far, and it is the blueprint for how how far we will come. Mm -hmm. Kimberly, because everybody's got to recognize it to know that there's a problem because we right. can't just be the only ones crying out there's a problem because we know it, we live it, we know it to be true. It's the other we people can't that talk to each other about it. it. Right. Yeah, we don't, they got to wake up and see it and they have to see us and they have right. to feel it. They have to experience. They have to be like, I didn't know. Yes, and we, we all have to get uncomfortable. And we all have to get uncomfortable. They got to get uncomfortable with the conversations. Yep. We got to get uncomfortable with the conversations. We have to have yep. them. I can't stand battling my aunt who is a Republican right-wing person. I don't care about Republican, actually. I like some Republicans, too. I'm not even, I, I like everybody. Whoever got good policies for me, mm -hmm. okay. So, but I am so exhausted by fighting my aunt, the all lives matter type of aunt. We go at it all the time on Facebook, all the time. But why do I keep entering those conversations and those debates? Because I'm hoping I can go into her space where those people are who don't see us who don't agree with us, who don't know us, and possibly come back out with somebody holding my hand. Mm. Possibly come out of there with an ally or mm -hmm. someone I, I, I penetrated their mind just a bit. Mm -hmm. Love thy ally. Just saying we're supposed to love thy neighbor. 
same way we all should be loving each other and helping each other through this world on this earth as it should be in heaven we need to also love thy ally more specifically do not push them away do not discredit them help them Mm -hmm. like they're doing something wrong educate them this is the time to demand the justice not only in the criminal justice system but in our schools Mm -hmm. okay i'm about to have a meeting at my school at my job about racial disparities and things going on up in there we we, i've read about actual um corporations people have literally come to their corporations with demands hello more black people and donate this much and they have come back and said okay we see you we hear you we're going to do that i told you my job that one time i was speaking to you and i'm like bro i don't know what it is but it seems to be a lot of us in here and that's because people spoke up that's because people in the on the hr team said you know what i understand this 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 company is like family based it's 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 deep rooted in family, which is an awesome thing because it was a family company. The family looked the same way. All right. So let's pick it up from there. Okay. So even with my company, um, and before I landed there and the reason why I use the word landed is because I wasn't looking for it and it just mm-hmm. happened. And that's why I know it was supposed to be because I've been able to explore different things while at this job. And I think that's a blessing in itself when you're able to hold down a job, provide, but also explore your passion and realize it um so i'll i'll give it that like i landed at this job but i remember i remember going on a glass door looking at reviews of this job and one of the uh reviews said well you know uh they're very um they play favorites and it said that because it's a family company so of course people who are there um are you know relatives and you know, they think they play favorites and all that stuff. And that stuck out to me, right? But I still went for it, still been there, been there for a while. And um, I heard the chatter. I heard people talk about stuff. But what spoke to me is that when a concern was raised or when something, when someone spoke out and said, hey, I don't like the way that I'm seeing this, or I feel like people don't see me. I feel like I'm overlooked by other people who may not be deserving or is just deserving, just as deserving. And I'm still overlooked. Um, mm. When they, when people brought that to them, they changed. And mm. that's what kept me. And I see that. So I can cut through the gossip. I can cut through the anger of other people because of their experience. And trust me, I've had my fair shade, share as well as a lot of people have. But what speaks to me is your follow through. Mm. How you want follow through on this. How you respond, how you act how you see and and choosing because it's a choice to see people that don't look like you to see people that are not in the same stage as you or not in the same category as you not in the same playing field as you to make that choice to see them respond and react accordingly to make Mm. changes whatnot that what that is what speaks volumes and i've seen my company do that so um when i saw the companies do that like speak up i'm like but what's that follow up game look like? 
Like what the follow-up game look like? So when people come in with demands, this is the time to come in with demands, tell them what you want, tell this country what you want, tell the company what you want, tell them what you want, and it yep. shall be done. It's literally an ask and you shall receive type of situation. Even if there's a compromise, the compromises that have been happening on these tables have been extraordinary. Yep. Read about yep. it, look it up. These companies are making the changes that their employees are demanding. They are making Even the Serena, changes that their Serena employees husband. are demanding. Huh, sorry. You saw Serena husband um step down from his own company? Yes, and, and say that he needs a black man to replace him. Person of uh, hello? Like if that's not he's still making his checks. Yes, and he's like, well, put me on the chopping block. I'll, I'll go well with somebody else. Like, I see the problem. Let's, let's right. be the solution. Even if that means I'm the one that steps down. Precisely. And I was either on Oprah or somewhere where I saw someone say or heard someone say that back in the day, Jim Crow time and all that, people didn't, white people did not, even when they protested against or when they protested with Dr. King and all that, they didn't have to, they didn't lose anything. They didn't have to give up anything in that. Not really, not more than hate or literally sitting next to someone of color. They didn't need yeah. to um, give up their wealth. They didn't need to give up their positions. They didn't mm. need to do any of that. There was an uncomfortable feeling where they were there, they helped and then dipped off and, and nobody, you know, we gained, they didn't lose. In a situation mm -hmm. where it'll be true equity in this country, they will end up losing something, which is what a lot of people are gonna fight against. What Cornell West told us to watch out and be ready for, when he was talking to my boy, what is Anderson Cooper? So mm. he's like, he's like, there's is it's a change coming now, but be ready because they're gonna come and fight because they see it too, that yeah. other side. Mm -hmm. Okay, because now we're messing with their power. Now we're mm -hmm. messing with their positions. Now we're messing with their with their privilege. So yeah. when you have white allies willing to use their privilege to assist you in this fight, to assist you in your life. Do not, do not push them away. If you have white allies willing to put their privilege, these white allies literally putting their physical bodies in front of you to stop the police and any negative forces from attacking you out there on those protesting streets, because I've seen it. I've seen the photos. I've seen people do it in, in different protests. They will not touch the white people. So if you have a white person using their privilege to protect you, do not push them out of the way to take the full blunt yourself. It's not smart. No, Let them no, stay there. Let them help. Let them use their privilege as your shield while you get your words out. Mm -hmm. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. It's Forgive needed. if you have to, to let it happen. Mm -hmm. But God and, and the Bible has always said the forgiveness is never for them. It's for you. And mm -hmm. it is for your benefit. Because if anger is the thing that's keeping you from accepting all the help that you can get, make that forgiveness pact with yourself to allow those people in to help you when they can when they're willing when they're listening this is the time speak yeah. it up let it be known and just like you said with um you know them listening them seeing and understanding people that don't look like them and accepting them in and making those changes mike todd and td jakes both had pastor mike todd and td bishop td jakes both had excellent videos covering that um, where they brought in literally people that did not look like them and had the conversations right there in front of our very eyes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's My necessary. God. 
Yes. Um, bringing the. You're not gonna listen to me. You're not gonna listen to me. Listen to your pastor. Listen to listen to the listen to the messengers from God. Okay. Mm -hmm. He straight up got that church. I had no clue that the pastor before him was a white man. Had no clue. He always pointed out. He's like white, 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 white. white. We are nothing alike. (laughs) Black, black, black. He white, white, white. white. Mike Todd straight brought that man on the stage. Let us see him and his full form. They are different mm. from different worlds and different times. And that mm. man is a good white man. He done, mm. he done, he done adopted some good black babies. Mm. And he done do some good black things for the black community. And Tulsa, out of all places. Okay, mm. Google it if you want to know why that is extreme. And then mm. put a black man in charge the same way uh, Serena husband stepped back and let one of the black and sometimes place the same way what's his name sometimes that's the way they can support is taking a step back and letting somebody yes. else step forward yes the same way what's his name who let trevor noah step up to the plate john stewart john stewart yeah he and he definitely got the he got hired on he was like people was not happy whatsoever and what at all but let it and go. Look. And Trevor is excellent. He's exactly what we love this time. He's a voice that we need this time. Come on, God. Yeah. He is wonderful yeah. that he's able to articulate his comedy. And at first, I'm like, oh, he a cornball. But you know what? Good. He's a cornball. I, I mean, love that cornball. I love him. I love him. I love him. I like him on stage. He a cornball, too. Love them all. But the way he's going to you call him a cornball now. <laughs> he admitted it too. Touche, it's gonna come up though. I'm like, I never thought you was cub. I never thought you was corny. Cousin. It's fine. I love it all. I'll be honest. I love it all. I love the corniness. <laughs> I live with cornballs. Okay. So, oh, you, the way these you you're married to a cornball. Yeah, you're right. You're married to a cornball. Touche. Yes, but the way these <laughs> white men step back and let these black voices, these intelligent creative wonderful black voices come into their spaces and give us the voices we need to hear give us the change we need right now it has been extraordinary to see and to experience i am so glad that that man gave mike todd the stage because mike todd is a preacher a pastor that i i i the way he breaks down the word and brings it into current times is something else. Hey. If you haven't watched hey. that man, watch him. You haven't heard that man, hear him, feel him, mm-hmm. man. He brings it home. All these and people feel like I'm I'm like they won't get it. They won't accept the word of the Lord in this way. I know I can throw Mike Todd at them and they'll actually catch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He knew what he was doing. I'm talking about the big GOD. And let's be absolutely clear. It's not just a, a, a way of letting things happen. It's the fact that the first thing that happened when these men stepped back or, you know, let somebody else step forward, the first thing that was done was the necessary work. They had to look internally and be like, what am I doing wrong? What can I be doing right? What, what, what needs to be done? That's the first part of the work what that can needs I to do be done. To support? Hello? And let's talk about it because talk we've seen this photo, this photo circulate ever since we were young. And of course, we don't know the full background of it because we weren't taught to do so. Or Tell them what the photo is, friend. The photo of the 1968 Olympic um, award ceremony where uh, Tommy Smith, 
John Carlos and Peter Norman stood there uh, and Tommy and John Carlos raised their fists in solidarity and support of the Black Panther movement of just the Black struggle, point, period, point blank. And what people don't realize that happened was that Peter Norman, who was an Australian, all he did, all he did was ask one question. He was like, how can I support you guys? How can I, what, what can I do? And the only thing that man did, even though it was a sign of support, was wear a badge. And I think the badge had like a, a black fist on it or black, you know, Black Panther or something like that, right? And he also was the reason why they both wore a black glove because one of them, one of the men like forgot their gloves. So he was like, hey, why don't you wear one glove and the other wear one glove? Now that's the reason why we got that picture. Like, bruh, 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 bruh. Um, and they used their platform. They used that opportunity to stand in solidarity, to support what they believed in, what they believed to be right. And immediately, immediately, they were met with racist sneers, insults, just yelling, screaming, and they lost their platform for just that. Um, but they were willing to risk it, even Peter Norman. Um, and they all, they all felt it because they were never allowed to compete again. They were never respected in that, um, that race in that area until years and years later. And that was for Tommy Smith and John Carlos, who continued that work, who stood with Colin Kaepernick Ugh. 48 years later, like 48 Ugh. years separated both incidents. And they were like, nah, we know this struggle. We got you. Bro. We know this struggle. Um, we know athletes it. for the fight. Yes. Athletes and people Yes, and hello, I hate, I hate, I hate when people try to tell people to shut up and do whatever <laughs> they're doing, especially people- Shut up and entertain house. me. Shut up and entertain me. Shut up and dribble, was it? Yes, the woman that said to uh, LeBron, right. and then when it came right. to, uh, what's his face? What's his name? Uh, LeBron and, um, oh, girl, please. Girl, I don't know the right- We not sports people like that, but we know what we're doing. Yeah, he he said something to him. He was like, oh, he's allowed to have an opinion. Oh, he's allowed to have an opinion, eh? But you told LeBron to shut up and dribble. That's like telling me, Mason shut Kidd. up and work for the company that you work for. Don't worry about your actual life. Don't worry about outside of your job. Just worry about your job. What? I have a whole life outside of this place. So do they. And that's the reality they meet when they come off the field. Whether or not Ooh. you know it or you experience it, that's what they, like, he came home, LeBron came home to the N-word, right? The N-word written on his um, property? Did they put that on the court? No, they put that on his home. So That's he spoke right. up. Like, right, who he is, no matter what. Jesse Owens, all these people were met with reality once they stepped off the field. So how dare you? Unless I didn't talk about you. It's okay. It's okay, Fred. I felt outraged, too, because, whew. Let's not even talk about the military people who fought for oh. the country, died for the country. And they and come back just to deal with the same Bolshevik <laughs> for the very same people they fought for. For the very same people that they put their life on the line for. And that's been happening. Oh, it makes me think about glory. And I can't think about glory. Honey, if, the, if people explain the, the rage that we all feel. Kim, was it? Kimberly said it. That viral video that I sent you yeah. to. She said it. She said, you it better be happy. Show. 
We out here yeah. looking for equality and not revenge. We want equality. We want community. We want you know why that together. is? Because we are human and we want yes. the best for everyone. Not and Cornel West said not- it too. We take the high road after all these times, all the opportunities we've had to make a black Ku Klux Klan, like they tried to say the Black Panthers were, which don't even try it with me, educate yourselves. They came out and they helped their community and they do more than to stand around with their guns to show that they're ready to protect those who are willing to go against them. Just like your people out there with guns fighting for a haircut. They fighting for lives. Black Panthers were amazing, and I will wear their hats. I will post their stuff. I will read their books. I will protect and and support and show that I stand with Black Panthers. That was not a Black KKK. All the times we could have came out here with a Black KKK, Cornell West said, he said there would have been a civil war every day of our lives if we really decided to do the type of stuff that has been done to us. But we are always in a high road. We always look for a laugh. We always look for a smile. We always look for joy. And we always thrive past it, beyond it, but we take the time to fight for it too, like we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And the smart even way though we do lost it, bring anybody who wants to come with us, bring them on. Come on, child. <laughs> come on in the room. Come on. Peter Norman was an ally. The ally who gave us the gloves that, that idolized that photo. Mm-hmm. He, he was met. met. Us. Crap. And still, the Australian government didn't even recognize him until way later. And Tommy Smith, wow. even after even after that, he passed away in 2006, Tommy Smith and John Carlos showed up and showed out to be pallbearers for them in. Because mm. that's what our lives do. Mm. That's what, when you realize, bruh, you mm. stood for me, like I said, we have to unite. We really do. <laughs> and it's what I've been seeing. Everyone versus racist. Literally. That's what it has to be. Everyone now, versus racist. Now, spin up a um, little turn. What Terry Crews say, I don't, I don't fully support that whatsoever because uh, I don't get the whole, let me. He lost the whole message. When we fight he lost the whole message, that doesn't mean we don't care for others. The same like the all lives matter bull crap. And no, we're he, not trying to come up with something where we're trying to revenge and be on top. That's the whole point. We're always looking yeah. for equality and equity. None of us over here, we ain't out here looking to just, now we'll be your slave masters. No. Yeah, like, what? No, what kind of nonsense is that? Stupid man. That First of all, it would be fears of every racist who's out there and their whole argument for white supremacy. They're gonna try to do yeah. what? Not really, not, no. And on top of that, it's literally, it's literally <laughs> impossible. Just like being a black person being racist is impossible. This is years in the making. This is a whole country built on systemic racism. So there's no way there could be black supremacy in a blink of an eye when there has been white supremacy for 400 plus years or, and more, <laughs> and uh, more. Uh, so, and not just in America. That can make a switch real fast. So I don't understand <sighs> every time he just, yeah. It'd be like this. over his big, big, big head, it'd just be like this. Uh, <laughs> it'd just, it just be flying over his head. <laughs> and let it fly over his head, because it's fine. Because you know what? The people like him, the people like my aunt, I get so encouraged when I see how much it looks like we're really outnumbering those who want to hate. Number one, that is completely anti, anti-Christian, you fools. I don't understand how any of you think that you're going to get a oh. ticket to heaven by hating and fighting for division. That is literally not the way that goes. 
that is literally not the way that goes. That's not how you're not, you're not going to get, that's not the way. That's the opposite. Jesus made the steps. He actually reached out to those who were shunned and pushed away. He actually made the differences. He recognized them. He acknowledged them. And then he was shunned himself for that as well. Yeah. That's the way. Because you're going to lose some people, trust and believe. You're going to lose a lot of people. Right you're going to lose, lose some people. a lot of people. Some but friends, some followers, it. some family. Yes, but it's worth it. T.D. Jakes, yeah. on, his, on his streaming, one of the pastors, I'm sorry I forget her name, wonderful pastor. Um, <laughs> I know her face. I forget her name. Straight said, like, when she made her statements for Black Lives Matter movement and everything we're going through, she lost thousands in minutes and felt so proud and so free and said, yeah. I haven't felt this much like a Christian in so long because that is <laughs> what that movement is. Once you right. follow the true way of Jesus, you're going to lose a lot of people. It's not all oh, everybody's on my side and love it. No, you're gonna lose a lot of people, mm -hmm. but you have to choose the joy and choose the unity anyway. And that was mm -hmm. him. You said it too, Lise, with TDJ. He was on the panel and the only black man yeah. <laughs> on this panel of very affluent white pastors and preachers and everything. Big names, names that I see on the Bible app, the version Bible app all the time. Yo, Ron the Carpenter be coming to our church. Black Lives Matter. The U version Bible app is for the people. And they keep dropping these verses of the day. Yeah. Like, and yeah, yeah. love thy neighbor. And that says, you still got to love me, you know, to get on your nerves. And that says, do yep. the right thing. Yep. Do the right yep. thing, Spike Lee yep. stuff. You know, somebody's behind there like, like you're going to get this one, you're going to get this lesson today, you're going to get this lesson yes. today. And I didn't even know those pastors before the Bible app, but T.D. Jakes had yes. them all on the panel, and they were all saying, I'm like, look, Thank her you. name, to give her some credit, her name is um, Christine Kane. Christine Kane. But, um, yeah, let's recognize some of the OG, because Jane, Jane Elliott said it, and like, I told you, I cried once I, I listened to her, because, like you said, we say it. We know it, we feel it every day, but to see someone else acknowledge it that doesn't have to put themselves in that predicament. Yes, to it's validation. To, to, to like look away. Not only just validation, but like you get it. You understand it. You choose to see it. You choose to yes, not you choose to see it. You choose to take the blinders choose, off. What you call her, the OG ally. A OG ally and to this day type of energy. This woman is not stopped. I said, thank you, God, for keeping her mind because I don't want one day she show up and just be like, what I was saying about the Negro. <laughs> thank you, God, for keeping her mind because to this day, this woman is speaking out and making people realize, nah, this is what it really is. This is how you were taught before and I'm going to destroy that today. Destroy. Um, and she talked about it like when she did that experiment in 1968, she lost friends, teachers, her parents lost their building, uh, their uh, business, her kids were spit on. Yeah. That's the type of stuff that they're met with. If you really choose to see us, if you choose to speak out, not to see us and empathize, but like go hard for it, speak up against mm. it. And choose the side like no now no longer can i stay silent but i'm gonna speak up and let y'all see what i see because it's important we need to see this. um the risk that comes with that and i'm not like glorifying that because there should be a risk to to doing the right thing i'm sorry but that's that's the that's the legwork it's that's literally been the if, if if history teaches you what 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 it's all about that's been the consistency if you're comfortable yep. and, and great 
that means you're not necessarily fighting for anything. If you don't fight, yep. what do you say? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. You'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. Like people you follow for Trump. No comment. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you're right. She stood up. That is the OG. I've loved her. OG. I love you, From the moment. Yes. She opened this And she is just doing, she's doing the Lord's work, first and foremost. She okay. is. She is doing the Lord. And the way she be talking to people, she's like, no. <laughs> and she she's like, if you watch the experience. Completely, un, like, she's that perfect old behind lady, white lady who, like, she's basically like Sophia she wants. from Golden Girls. Yes. That's she wants. With the those regards for what you feel. Bruh. She do not care how you feel or how cushy you want to be. Right. Mike Todd said it too. I think we posted that quote, or we will. Yeah, we posted it um, by the time this comes out. It's not, he said it to all the white people. It's not mm -hmm. your fault, but it is now your fight Hello? to do the right thing. Guys, love thy allies and let, us, let them protect us with their privilege. Mm -hmm. Okay? They don't need to be our saviors. But if they can protect us with their privilege, let's let them so that we can all walk off that battlefield. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it really is everyone versus racist. Everyone versus wrong. Racist. Right. Right versus wrong. Point period blank. Right. And the same way you feel like all oh, these companies and these politicians, they're just trying to use us. Honey, they just opened the door and gave us the opportunity to use them. Hey. So let's do it. Let's I was just snickering at the fact that they're making the other people mad. That I'm, maybe I'm oh, happy for it's that. It's wonderful. It's I'm, I'm wonderful that, making those yeah. fools upset. They are highly upset. It is great. Yeah. It's just like that. Um, uh, James showed me that uh, dog on Instagram. It's called Karen's Going Wild. Hilarious. It's great to hear them funny. <laughs> they funny because they fools. Yeah. You fighting for foolery. NASCAR out here taking away the Confederate flags. What? NASCAR throwing statues in the ocean. What? Yo, Columbus beheaded. No head, no more. You know what? Beheaded that fool. <laughs> to slice the head off a statue. Yo, who's y'all out there using, bro? It gives me extra. It look. I don't know about everybody else, but it gives me extra joy, extra joy, to see um non-black people doing it because I'm like. <laughs> I watched Oprah and stuff last night. I was in tears, sobbing. I've been in tears all week, all two weeks, I'm all sure. month. I think a lot of us have. I'm sure. Literally yeah. showing snippets of like from Kimberly to all these wonderful viral speeches and, and situations. And the thing that took me out, ah, the thing that took me out, I don't know who they were because it was my first time seeing it on the Oprah channel at the time. It was this um, African-American man Light-skinned dude yelling at this um, 16-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, like, not, you know, not the fight yelling, the, the trying yeah. to instill his passion mm -hmm. and his education into this young boy. 
and his voice was cracking and he was like you're 16 he's 46 he's pissed i'm 31 i'm pissed and you're 16 you're pissed he was like you gotta find a better way though because our way ain't working and when he started mm -hmm. crying i immediately started crying and just ended up sobbing for like 10 minutes straight he's like i have a five-year-old child and and mm -hmm. he's like you have to find a better way because our mm -hmm. way something ain't happening and it was Girl, yeah, girl. I said he is sobbing at this desk for me because it was so like the conversation that was happening was so big too. The older man is like, I'm ready to die about this, and the 31 is like, I get you. I'm just as angry, but we can't let this 16 year old do the same. Like we gotta, something has to be done because us dying. What 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 what's going on? Like what are we doing? Because I don't want my five year old to to say the same thing you know, 20 some odd years later, like, there's got to be something different. There's got to be a move that we can make. And there is. You, you can't there is. There is. There's plenty of them. There and I is. feel like Mobilize yourselves. Not only do you, do you, do you to take this platform, take this time to demand what you need to demand, go ahead and um, register to vote, but also sign up for email and text message reminders for all the areas in which you could vote, not just for the big, big wig presidency, but for all the little things that lead up to it, because we need to surround whoever we put in that office with people who are for us as well. Come out and actually make those reminders, because I've been guilty of only voting for the big wig stuff. Now I got my text reminders to have my phone remind me, girl, get ready. There is a vote coming up. You need to do your yeah. research. Yep. Do that, people. Do that. The vote matters mm -hmm. as much as the fight in the streets. Continue to protest, and if they out there organize, do it, do it, do it. Donate when you can. You guys can drop some money. You could even split. Uh, you guys can drop some money. Okay, same way you put something in savings, same way you put something in tithes, put something in this too, because it's for your future. Donate money to these pe these places that are here to fight for you, willing to make their lives and their daily work what we need for everything and for change to really occur. Okay, and then make your demands. This is the time. You at a job mm -hmm. that don't respect you, that don't see you, that don't value you, and isn't speaking for you right now like they should. You go in there. You show them your Bible app is for you. You show you show them Nike is for you. You show them your country is for you right now and that you need a change you need more people of color and you need a better system to protect those people of color when they're in the system when they're in their jobs okay there are things we can do this is the first time i've ever felt that there might be a change on come sam cook this is mm -hmm. the first time i'm actually feeling so hopeful that it looks like yeah. something's happening because dave Chappelle said it too his friend from apartheid south african friend literally said the thing that changed with apartheid and changed apartheid was the fact that enough people started to care and this is the first time i'm seeing so many people actually starting like actually starting to care so we need to mm -hmm. take advantage of that and we need to mm -hmm. love thy allies so that we can make the moves that need to be made so our kids don't have to go through this shit no i refuse my babies ain't going through it and my niggas my when i say babies my nieces my nephews, your nephews I, I, and I, babies you bear yeah there's no way i look girl there's been so many times i looked at them when they came in the door and just prayed over them because the thought nope nope bruh nope and all the signs like if, did you see what babynames.com did? That one took me out too. Babynames.com. When they put all the names up and they said every one of these people were some was somebody's baby. Like, somebody's bro, baby. 
if you are not human, like if the only thing I see, like if you're human or not for humans, like that, that's literally none of it. Either you're for every human Maybe or you're not. You said it's no a human one. race. We may be different right. colors. We may have different cultures, but we're all a part of the human race. Fight. Yes, that. and that includes black trans. That includes anybody of any category. Yes. Yes. The black yes. trans people who are being ignored. That includes all of them. All of everybody, us. gay, black men, gay, black women. Us. Sorry, say that again, friends. It made me mad. Gay black men and gay black women, like everyone, like, and I hate how we, we, how we, like, people can divide and think one. Literally, if you are doing that, you are literally you are the problem. If you, you are divide the people any further than people, human beings, then you, sir or ma'am, are the problem. And then if you're trying to use the Bible to justify your judgment, God did not give us any of this that job. No one has a job of judgment. No one has the job of judgment. That is not our, our calling. That is not for us to do. God is the judge. They are not going to be up in heaven at the gate where he's like, mm, I see you've judged at least 15 different groups. You're in. No, that's not how that works. It's not how that works. It was never your mm -hmm. job to judge anyone. It's not going to get you into heaven. I mean, basically what we're saying is what I've been saying ever since we were little. Well, not we were little, but I think children have the best grasp of this um, ever. It's not until we get older do we get diluted of it. Um, I really don't see the problem with loving everybody. No. I will never ever see the problem. Like, I don't have to like you. I don't have to agree with you. But right. just the basis of loving another human being, thinking that they're deserving of the life they live, I don't, I really don't, like, at the end of the day, I really don't understand how hard that is, no. um, to make it your mission to dehumanize someone else, I, I, do, I don't get how that's your choice to make, live your life, love your life, and love the lives of others, and keep it pushing, yes, run your race, and it is, it's as simple as that, like, <clears throat> if you get a child, it's a baby, that's a child, I don't know how you can, devalue a baby's life because of the color of his skin. I will never understand that. And won't do it to a dog. That, I, I will never understand the, the who. And you don't get into heaven. And you don't get into heaven by freaking um, trying to control people's movements either. It's not about trying to control them. No. You can't. Mm -hmm. You can't control people's bodies. You can't control people's movement. You cannot. That is not the way. That is not the mm -hmm. way. I have enough time, you know, hard time controlling myself around a bag of okay. chips or whatever. So I don't understand okay. how people control Let's not forget, Martin Luther King did not die fighting for black people. Martin Luther King died because he started fighting for all people. Okay? The poor right. people's march was a real thing. Once he got through the, the barriers, once they allowed for us Black people to have the vote and be able to sit on a bus wherever we want to and all these different things and abolish Jim Crow, he was ready to move on to the real big deal problem that would truly affect the capitalism and the capitalistic culture and all of the issues that really are permeated through America since the forefathers made it perfectly clear, because this is the system. The system has been and is, has been written and, and, and planned to do exactly what it is doing now. Martin was trying to fight that then. He was about to bring together people of all races who are, who are poor, who are disadvantaged, to work together to actually find the equality and equity they need in this country so that everyone can make it, 
not just the white man. That's what got him in trouble. That's what got him shot. Okay? And that's facts. Look it up. That's what got him shot. They were okay with just us black people having a little bit of a come up. But you trying to get all people? You trying to get everybody together to fight? That's a whole different subject in itself because now they that's were how we people with the power. He was coming yep. after the people with the wealth, the people who really mm -hmm. ain't trying to share. The Rockefellers no. and the and the um Rothschilds and all of them who ain't had sorry, I'm going far. I'm sorry, I'm going off the off the beaten path. But all the people who don't give a crap about all this racist stuff happening at the bottom with all of us fighting over here at their feet. Because they still get the head, baby. They still at the top. Yeah. Not they was like, as long as y'all fighting, we good. We good. The pandemic good. don't even touch them. Okay? That's the stuff. He was about to fight for health care. He was about to fight for equality and, and, and fight poverty. He was about to bring everybody together. And he was the face that would have done it because what he already did. And that's what got him shot. So love thy ally because not only do we need them now, but we'll be fighting with them in the future. Because this mm -hmm. isn't the only fight there is. Once this is done, there's more to do. Oh, there's so much more to do. <laughs> and we can't do it alone. We're not meant to do it alone. No, this world is literally about relationship. Love thy ally, friends. I meant you did. Sorry. I feel it's free. Okay. I feel free. I feel good. Feel good about mm -hmm. that. That mm -hmm. is I wish for you. What do you think, Lisa? What's our, our wish, wish for you? you is that you accept the people that see you. Mm. That you accept um hear you. Yes, when they you hear, hear you, you, they acknowledge your pain and they empathize and sympathize and that you take the time out to educate them or tell them, direct them where to be educated um, and check up, follow through, see that they're following through. Not that it is your job, but if you got time, make the right. time, make, make the time to do so. Right. Um, at this point in time, it's everybody versus them. My wish for you all is that you're able to push past your present hate and disappointment in this country and in the people around us. To push it out of you enough to fill yourself with the love and the hope for our future. Mm -hmm. Yes, presently it sucks. Presently I get angry. I get so angry. Sad and angry. However, I need to do something and focus on my future. So if I can push out that hate enough to allow love to come in, to ensure my future, because I don't want this to be the end. I don't want to die like this. I don't want to die with the world like this. And I don't want my children and my children's children to be stuck in this present state of hate and sadness and disappointment and anger. So I wish for you all and myself to have the patience and the fortitude enough to push out the hate and let in the love just enough to secure our futures, people. Because the future is what matters. And if it's not yours you're looking forward to, look at those kids in your life. Mm. And push it out enough to secure it for them. And my wish, in continuance of your wish, 
is that that we learn to accept and see the hope for the future that we have in those that choose, that make the conscious decision to see us, to see us, to hear us, to sympathize and empathize with us um, on every level and what they feel and, and being able to aid them and even that. Now, I'm not saying that you are obligated to do so. I believe for every ally, this is part of their journey to feel this, to experience this. So it fuels their fight. Mm. Um, because once again, it's everyone versus them. And for us to engage in this type of fight, we got to feel it. We got to experience it. And we got to know what we need to change for us. Yes. And I think this is the time. I feel it. I feel something different. And I can't allow myself not to feel something different because that is my hope for the future. It's that it changes. Because it has to. Yeah. This ain't it. This ain't it, bro. <laughs> this is a simple This ain't night. it. Nah. This ain't it. Nah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I actually think both of our wishes definitely coincide with each other. Guys, focus on the fight for the future. Focus on the fight for the future. And in the hope in that, because there's hope in that. Let's not give up yes. hope. I'm, oh, I'm no. Not. It's too easy to give up hope. What did Jesse say? What did Jesse say about hope? Wait, 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 wait. wait. What Jesse? What Jesse? Jesse Jackson, who is still out here fighting the good fight. I was just oh, like to say that about my good brother. I love how they always find the camera, find him, and he'd just be like watery eyes, just sit somewhere like, I'm here. I'm here. And that's that's the crazy thing. These men have been, and these men and women have been fighting a very long time. And just like that man in the video. We think we tired. If we if you think you tired, my friends, my what are we millennials, I think. My millennial friends. If you think you tired, Mm. these baby boomers. Uh, did you see those white people with the the older white couple it was like i can't believe i'm 85 and still fighting this bull i was like bro that's what i'm saying that's what we're saying saying. bro oh and jesse jackson said keep hope alive that's all he said i don't know why i couldn't remember keep hope alive alive. can we all just get along keep hope alive all thy neighbor Love yes. that girl. And bro, right. look at Netflix. If if anybody needs to educate, like and, and feel and feel it, just go on to Netflix, go on to the Black Lives Matter uh category. Now I'm not saying everything, but look at most most of the documentaries about Emmett Till, about the 13th Amendment, about uh Central Park Five. Um, and how much ooh, it just Ooh, how much it just we didn't even sometimes it will we fire you see. up if you need some inspiration some bolshevik that's all i gotta say some bolshevik and for those who already know those stories protect your sanity okay if you already in the fight you might be good protect your sanity okay yeah. so watching black true. bodies fall the way we've been watching black bodies fall i can't watch anymore i can't watch them after philando castile that was my that was my last um that was my last. I'll read about it, I'll see the pictures, but I can't I can't possibly watch another video where I'm hearing the last breaths of someone. Mm-mm. It's not for it's me. Not, it's, it's not human to do that. It's just not it's, human. 
it sticks. It sticks. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, we're done with that episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to us today. Thank you for being our friend. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> and always remember to laugh, to live, and, and, and to listen. To listen. <laughs> Damn, Zoom. If I were you, I would subscribe. Subscribe. Click it now. Click it now. Subscribe to me. Subscribe to me. And share. Share it now. Share it to your friends. Share it now. Oh, I beseech you to subscribe and share it now. Share it now.